a lot of parents communicate with their children, but they don't communicate very well. And I've heard many times, but I communicate with my children every day. But, mm-hmm. but it, it, it is two minutes or three minutes every day. It's never long enough or accurate enough to be deep enough about the things that really matter. Because, look, how many, it, look, between you, me and you, it's not difficult to understand that part of a parent's job is to sit down with their children and say, what is it you really want? And to help them with that. And when the children say, I don't really know what I really want, for the parents to say, okay, let's work on this together. Let's work out what it is that, that, that you need to find out to get closer to that point or that piece of information. Um, not just have a hands-off approach and go, well, you know, you can sail your ship wherever you want to sail your ship. It's like, well, you know, we all need a little bit of direction in life. Yeah, and fuck, they're the adults. They're the people with all the experience. How are we supposed to plan our future to be successful if they can't ex- give us a successful path or method to follow? That only suggests to me that they themselves are unsuccessful and are afraid to have that self-assessment and reflection on their own unsuccessfulness um, to, 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 to understand or, or, or even grow in anyway and it's crazy to me and I've seen this a thousand times that people can be highly respected and highly successful and yet absolutely terrible at the same time and what I mean by this is that society gives us masks constantly and work is just another mask uh, where people are able to live survive perform conform to the norms of society and yet, they're not able to really achieve very much on a personal level because they don't have the the fundamental fundamental ability to communicate properly with other people, which is done through vulnerability. Um, we, we're often we're we're often more open with our doctors that we meet two or three times a year than we are with with our closest members of of, mm-hmm. of, family. Our, of our family. Fine. And this is this is something that I think I think that 50% of adults I think suffer from trauma as an average, right? And the trauma comes from the fact that adults who have parents who are still alive are still children. Yes. Because they are still the children of their parents. Their parents are still alive. And so they still have to, in their parents' mind, if they communicate with them, fall into that psychological role and pattern in their communication. 
Why is it so hard for parents to let go of their children? I mean, I mean, why they still have to be your children even they are adults, recognized by society, having their own family? Why? Because. Because if the children ever grow up, they'll realize how bad the parents actually are. Mm -hmm. So they must keep the children as children. Well, that's the only, it's the only possible reason, because why would you not let somebody grow up? You would not let somebody grow up because the realization of growing up would challenge everything in the status quo of the relationship. It is imperative for the survival of the parents as parents that the children remain children because if the child becomes an adult, then to be a real adult is to challenge everything in the world around about you. And the fundamental thing that you will challenge is the parenting of your own parents. And so it's imperative to the adults that they, and this might not be conscious, it might be subconscious, but they they arrest the development of the children, which means they do whatever they can to ensure that the children don't realize the truth. Which basically means repeating the same bullshit again and again and again, even when it's obviously not the right thing to do or even true. Because... You know, one of the secrets to, to to teaching and being involved in that kind of environment is realizing that the, the aim of the master is to is almost to ensure that the student becomes better than the master. Yeah, it's it's the aim of the master is to make their own mastery to continue to grow, but make their own mastery superfluous and pointless because their students have developed to such a high level. And it's kind of the opposite that a lot of parents are doing, where they're like, oh my God, if they actually do grow and develop to a certain point, it questions the whole relationship of everything. Yeah, it, 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 In my mind, it's similar to the principle of kings, which is, you know, if you question the king then the whole kingdom mm -hmm. begins to fall apart. If you question the Pope, then the whole principle of the 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 what papacy, popacy, whatever they call it, the papacy tends to fall apart. Right? Um you, the, and it questions help us grow and a lot of parents are there to ensure that the questions, the important questions Maybe it's in your mind. Why, do, why are the topics never important? Why are the important questions never asked? Because if the important questions are asked, the narrative, the fake false narrative that's been created, which is that everything is good, will just disappear and fall apart and will actually realize how bad most of it was. How much the parents just performed functions rather than... Um, built deep connections.
because you can you can perform a function as a parent. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, you you feed your kids, you buy clothes for your kids, you uh, send your kids to the right classes. You, uh, but you know, the, a, a professional parent in a care home can do the same thing. So obviously, mm-hmm. that is not what makes you a parent. You know, really, a parent. It's not. It's not what makes you mum and dad, right? Making being mum and dad is is a it, what is it? I don't know. A, a devotion to improvement in all areas and and being being open and vulnerable to your own mistakes. How, how many parents go to their kids and say, "What could I do better?" None. And what, what? And what's what's wrong with that? What the hell is wrong you with that? You don't do that. Um. What do, I some I look. I ask my kids. Say, you know what would what would they prefer? Do you like this, like that? And um, a lot of the time they will correct me on things, and that's good because I need the correction. I don't reject the correction. I'm like, you're right. That's a good point. Um, I'll try to be better next time. So, um, it, it's, who's, who's the client? Who's the customer? Child. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so, so how much do the, the parents go to the children and, and, and of course, Kids don't know everything and understand everything, but that's part of being a parent is trying to explain these things. Um, and we do know the bigger picture, but we do not know. We we are just learning about our children. Oh yeah, yeah, and so the the whole process of of understanding, of growth, of of learning and this whole thing that we're talking about doesn't happen if people don't have kids you know, like this whole thing none of it happens because you you then replace having kids with mm-hmm. having pets or yeah there you go right um yeah there, there's there's such a classic example uh in, in that area where People replace children with, uh, with with pets. That's one example. They replace it with hobbies. They replace it with travel. They replace it with uh, how many Netflix series can I binge watch? Uh, they they replace it with uh, evening classes. Uh, they because and society exists to fill those spaces because there's a lot of people who are in that kind of situation and. People can provide services to those to to those groups. So uh, and it, it it helps people not to feel lost because the the truth is that without really 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 close family, we all get lost. And we don't want to make the same mistake of disconnection, like. 
yeah, a lot of a lot of adults, men and women, have this feeling between age thirty and forty. I don't want to have kids. It's very common in the modern world. I don't want to have kids. Yeah, or I don't think I'm going to be a good parent. Therefore, I don't want to have kids. Or you know, a thought process in in that line. And the reason is that there's a disconnect between their parents and them. And they're just going to repeat in a in a they repeat the same thing in a different way. The disconnect between themselves and a possible future generation, right? Uh, be- because they're not aware of what connection is. They think disconnection is normal. And if you think disconnection is normal, you're going to repeat that in any way that you can, rather than repeat connection, or um, realize that. Um, that there's something more to to everything, and it's a great example of decisions now that affect everything in the future. And who's, here, here's something to think about, which people don't think like this, but who's going to look after you when you're old? Mm-hmm. Who's going to look after you when your partner dies first? And f- imagine this scenario, right? Imagine, th- I don't want to scare you, but just to just think about this, because it's, it's possible, right? It's, think about you have a partner and you decide not to have kids. And so they say, that's okay, that's okay now. But what happens when you're age 60 to 70 and you're starting to think about, well, who's going to die first? Because it's going to be a question that you've got to talk about, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're like, like, fuck, I don't want to die second because then I'll be left with absolutely nothing and there'll be no one to take care of me. Oh. Obviously, it's not going to happen exactly like that, but these questions are going to be in the subconscious mind. Yeah. And there will be, it's a trigger for there's nothing to live for. You know, it's a psychological mental trigger that there's nothing to live for. The same way that um, large number of women who don't have kids develop cancer. Because biologically their body shut down because there's nothing to live for. That's an interesting study. Yeah, yeah. The, the, their, body, their body is like, what's the point? The body, Not the mind, the body is like, what's the point for a woman? Because what is the point? <laughs> right? this, you know, what is there to live for if, if, if not that? Now, you can find other things, and people have to, because there are some women, obviously, that can't have kids, so they have to find other ways. Um, and you know, some people adopt children. Some people foster children. That, that some people have, you know, they they help their family with their family's kids. They got brothers and sisters and stuff and things, and they help out that way. But um, um, the the difference that it the the difference that it makes to put yourself in second place suddenly, and think, shit, I've got to live as long as I can. Because I've got to collect as much wealth and knowledge as I can, so that I can pass on as much wealth and knowledge, not for myself, but to uh, uh, 
to others in the next generation with the realization that you still might be a complete failure at doing that because phew, nobody knows. Yeah, but that's that's the challenge. Yeah, that mm. that's that's the challenge for for the future. So uh, I, I've yeah, there, there's. They're biological triggers, just as they're psychological triggers. They're biological triggers in, in the human body as well. And there is nothing that happens that doesn't have a reason. There's a reason for everything. In our lives. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. There, there's, there's a reason for everything. Both the simple Sorry. and the complex. Both the simple mm-hmm. and the complex, you know, there's there's a reason for everything that happens, and um, <laughs> it's crazy. I've 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 worked with a lot of cancer doctors because cancer is so common. I've worked with four top cancer doctors, and just because through my work, I mean, I, I just we came into contact and we work together and um, I still work with one now but I, I worked with others that were more important in the past and, uh, and we, we talked a lot about sickness and illness and disease and they all said the same thing I was like are you like like what is the like I said like well, what's the number one issue you know why why are these illnesses and sicknesses developing and they all said it it's up here Because there's there's no other pattern that can be followed. There's also no, there's other studies that exist to show really crazy pieces of information as well, you know, which is irrelevant to this conversation. But um, um, the mm, but mm. now I'm kind of curious yeah i know i know i, I sort of baited the mm. curiosity there yeah there's a uh, viral there's there, there are cancers that are viral oh yeah which show that if you spend time in a specific place there's if you, cancer we know here's what we know cancer has clusters you might have heard the term cancer clusters is that there are areas where cancer is higher and the reason for that is not because something in that area is creating cancer it's because cancer is viral the same way that flu is viral like if you're in a place where a lot of people have the flu you develop the flu if you're in a place where a lot of people are are developing cancer uh, or a region like that then you can get it as a viral disease as much as anything else, and um, that's not that that's that's not publicized because it would scare the shit out of people uh, um, if it was in newspapers and stuff. And also, I was ta- I, yesterday I was talking to this this cancer charity about their work, and um, I said, "What are the statistics right now?" And they said, "Well, one in every two people is affected directly or indirectly by cancer. Either they get a cancer themselves or someone in their family." Um, gets cancer one in every two people um, and one in every three women will die as will, 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 will not die but um, 
will be affected by a cancer-related disease in their life. Now, one in every three women in Western society. So uh, it's an incredibly high statistic. Um, it is. Um, so, Where are uh, you going to play? Not the third one. <laughs> yeah, and some, some things we have the power to control and some things we have the ability to learn from. Um, that's... Uh, it's just the way that it works out. Um, but uh, you know what a tragedy is? It, 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 there are tragedies constantly in life. Most of the important ones we don't recognize because one of the things that stops us from developing is the ability to grieve. And to grieve is to feel pain when we should feel pain because something is painful. But we block it because it's difficult. We try to control the emotion. Yeah, we try to control the emotion. And a 36-minute, 38-second conversation with your parents where there's no real connection and they're adults with experience and you're an adult with experience it's something to grieve over. It's something to feel pain about because it shouldn't be. It shouldn't it's be fantastic. like that. Mm -hmm. And when we keep inside this this pain that that, that like it, it shouldn't be because my God, it would be like I could I could spend I, I could spend 36 minutes on the phone with a carpet salesman and have a greater emotional connection <laughs> than I can with my own parents, right? It's 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 something to grieve I can over. I the irony. Mm -hmm. yeah. it's something to grieve over because it's it's a loss. It's something that's not there that should be there. It's a loss. The first thing to be aware of is that I think for everyone who's experienced this, there's a hole in the heart. Because there's something missing that should be there. And we don't feel complete because of this. The reason, and I think a lot of people have this feeling that they're not they're they're not where they should be, and we're not, we're not where we should be because we couldn't get that far because there was something missing because we started with a disadvantage. We started behind, and we're probably still behind. And the first thing we have to be careful of is that we don't fill that hole with something meaningless just to fill it and this is you, you, we see this example in younger people in relationships or people you know people people latch on and attach very quickly to anyone or anything who is there because that anything is better than the nothing that they've experienced before not realizing that anything could really be anything and have no value We've all seen, 
young women attach themselves to, right this is this is the person and it, it's like well you're just searching for a way to replace what you didn't have in the past with something extra in the present but that's not how we that's not how we grow because um, it's yeah having a hole in the heart is is, is as as disabling as not having an arm. Yeah, it's still not, can live with it. Exactly, you still live with it, and it's a little bit harder because it, people can sympathize for the fact you've only got one arm. Right, you've only got one arm. Must be really difficult. But people can't sympathize with the hole in the heart because they didn't experience the torture of the lack of connection that people grew up with and still are growing up with because they're not ever allowed to grow up because this disabling relationship still exists. And it's it's like we're trying to repair, this is how the analogy for it, I think, anyway. It's like if it's me and I got a bad relationship with my parents, but I want it to be better, I'm like, I'm like every day building the bridge, and they're like every day setting it on fire, <laughs> and I'm like every day building the bridge. Well, and they're... Wasted energy mm. and time. When yeah. you know you can spend spend it on something more meaningful for you, mm. and you feel better and happier. But on the other hand, then you just look mm. at that side of the river, and you feel like. To learn, yeah, yeah. Um, well, there's a there's a psychological process called defooing, D E F O O I N G, defooing. Now, this means um, F O O is a sociological psychological term for family of origin. This means uh, children and parents that are biologically connected family of origin. Defooing is a process by which children refuse to have any connection with their family of origin because the family is too toxic for them. And some psychologists in some situations, now I wouldn't recommend this in this situation because I don't think it's that extreme but in extreme extreme situations psychologists recommend that families are too toxic and that the least contact the, the least contact you have with them the better and that you should just in some cases have zero contact because um people who are toxic very often remain toxic forever and um i've got that within my family i've got drug addicts and alcoholics and uh people who take zero responsibility for massive problems. I've got narcissists and abusers and a whole bunch of ugly people that you would not like to get stuck on a desert island with because you'd be spend all your time looking over your shoulder to see if they got knives ready to stick in your back or, you know, you wouldn't you'd sleep with one eye open, right? This is a Here's something to think about. I don't know if this is relevant or actual or factual or true or whatever it's just something that's in my mind that I've recognized in patterns previously um, 
a lot of people talk about their inability to connect with other people developing relationships they 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 find that they're not able to find that one person or they're not able to uh develop deep connections or um and relationships don't travel in the direction or way that they should or that they'd like to and um or they have a series of relationships when they're younger they're unproductive and then they're older find it difficult to bond and one of the reasons for this is the part, partly it's, it's two reasons there's biology and there's knowledge right the biology is what you're what, what's happening but you're not aware of it but your body is telling you it's not good <laughs> and uh and and the other, the other thing is that those with self-knowledge seek those with self-knowledge that means those who are able to understand a person their ability and who are able to grow themselves seek a person who is able to grow therefore if someone like that were to have met you as a general example when you were younger they would have realized that you were a person walking around with a hole in your heart and would have been pulled away by themselves from that because realizing at some point you're going to have to help somebody else repair a hole in their heart is a mammoth task which takes a whole life now and realizing that the other person doesn't see that is 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 also quite important as well why does this happen why is this all i don't understand why this happens because other people can see things that you can't see even in yourself which is not bad and negative it's just we got to we, we all got to deal with ourselves right we all got to deal with ourselves and there's you know i did I, i'm still learning stuff constantly and uh, i always will be um hopefully because uh, that's the only way forward and uh and so when we when we when we understand that we under we begin to understand the pressures that we put on ourselves to perform in a relationship when we're not ready because we haven't figured out how to deal with the other stuff yet. Mm -hmm. And this is a signal which is transmitted to other people. It's it's um, you know when 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 people are really young, it's transmitted through uh, very casual relationships and inability to bond and have sensible boundaries. Yeah. And so if people have very casual relationships it's a it's 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 symbolic of the fact that that they don't understand what bonding is at all because they haven't really experienced it um and uh and then it it repeats because because we are you know creatures of habit what we do we repeat because that's who we are and when we begin to analyze 
self and have a bit more self-knowledge, we can grow a little bit and change and transform. The reason a lot of the times why we haven't found what it is that we're looking for is that you have to become the person that you want to find. Because... Uh Because that's what will attract them to you. And so if we seek a person who, if we know that we need to seek a person who has that balance and that stability and that self-knowledge, we have to become that person ourselves first. Then when we become that person, it manifests on, on the other side. We always have to compensate for the other person's disability. Whether we want to or not, we just have to do it. If somebody can't walk, we have to help them walk. If somebody can't see something, we have to help them see that thing. We always have to compensate. But the the important realization is that is because a lot of people will use this in a negative way. They'll be like, oh, I'm broken. I, I can't be fixed. Uh, why would anybody want to spend any time with a broken person? It, no, it, that's, that's just... That, that's a person breaking down because they, they don't understand that we all have the power of choice. Which is... We can... The, the people forget, and I'm always repeating the same thing and I said that years ago I had a client and this client was in a difficult situation in their life and you can only ever change three things time place and people right and mm-hmm. it was it was not possible for to, to do anything with the time is the most complex thing you have to wait time is just about waiting and timing is also an important part of time and they couldn't change the people because because the people were the same around about them and their family and their relationships and stuff. And so my, my I, 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 I said to them, just get on a plane, go somewhere, go anywhere, book a, book a ticket, book a one-way ticket. I said, go to New Zealand, book a one-way ticket to New Zealand, just go. Don't worry about what's going to happen when you get there. I said, you, you work it out, you're a smart person, you work it out, yeah, and give yourself a year in that other environment and see what that see what you learn from that about the about the fact that number 1 you have to take you with you right you have to wherever you go you have to take you with you so a lot of the shit that you're blaming other people for or confused about you're going to see which shit is your shit that you have to deal with and you're giving yourself space and time to deal with it all yeah and you're removing all of the fog and all of the noise and everything else so you you get clarity and i said if you don't do that and the person's like oh i can't do that because i like to i don't care work for six months work for a year but to, to get the ticket to just go and and do it you'll you'll you're smart all my clients are smart because they all want to be better and if you're smart you'll figure it out eventually you work it out 
right? There, there's nothing so, it's crazy, but there's nothing so complex on this planet that we can't work it out. There's, there's nothing so complex that we can't work it out. Look, look at the, like we build buildings that go up above the clouds and we build, uh, there was incredible things that we do on this planet, yeah. And, and, uh, yeah, Leave our planet, leave our, leave our atmosphere. Yeah, so, there, there, so there's, there's nothing that we can, with the right application of the right information and understanding, there's nothing that we can't correct or solve or improve. And it always bothers me that this person chose not to do that. And they they chose to and I eventually I said I said to them eventually I said I will I will pay for your ticket right just go because I think that that's what is gonna is is gonna and they're like no no I have to stay here and do this and I didn't well we finished our communication I said you know good luck with everything if you need anything get in touch and I'll you know help you out with with everything that I can. And I didn't hear from them for about two to three years. And then I heard from them about the... Because they didn't be proactive about what they needed to improve within themselves. They subjected themselves to the norm of their environment and tried to... They tried to escape into a problem. Which the problem was that they didn't fully appreciate and understand the hole that was in their heart that they were trying to fill as quickly as possible in, 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 in any way possible and it can't be done like that but it can be done by understanding and being open and being honest with people and living in real time because it's so much it's such a faster way to get to the right place when you say to somebody I got a little bit of a hole in my heart because I got a bad relationship with my parents, but I'm working on correcting it. And you as a partner are, can be part of that process where we learn and we grow together and where I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to break down and completely lean on you and like wonder why my life is so terrible because life's too short for that. you got to build and construct and go forward. And um, people respect and appreciate things like that. They do because it putting all your cards on the table is, I think, in in general, a good way to communicate with with people. Um, with one exception, that um, truth and trust must be earned in a very respectful way. Um, we obviously don't tell everybody everything straight away. You know, we um, and this is this is natural because. If you do tell somebody everything straight away, it shows you have no borders and boundaries. And the other thing is that if you see from the communication that we've done, there's a lot of people who do personal development and coaching sessions and they want to do it like in 30 minutes or 60 minutes. And the, sometimes we don't get to what we need to get to until 90 minutes or two hours. We get to a point where, where it's like, oh, I get that now. I understand that. There's... There, there isn't really a way to speed up a lot of things. The same, it, it takes 18 years to be 18. You, you, can, you, you can't do it any faster, right? True. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it's. We need to speed up the pregnancy. Well, it's kind of last. No. Uh, we we all have we all have our limitations that we uh, that that we that we have to deal with, and um, um, when we're when we're open about the fact that we have, so it's only when we're open about the problem that we can get help with the problem. And a lot of people in relationships, they, they're like, well, I'm not going to share this with my partner because I'm worried it will have a negative effect on the partner or their, their opinion of me. Or, But th- there's no other way forward uh, except to be open and share and to allow people to respond in the best, most supportive way that they know how. And... Uh, in those in those kinds of things and and to realize and and to to not make the it's kind of a it's kind of a little bit of a trap that people seek people with a similar kind of problem we got to be aware of that sure. yeah it's it it feels comfortable because it's so familiar but sometimes what is familiar to us is not what's good for us. Because not all no experiences in life are great. We'll learn from all our experiences for sure. And all our experiences are great. Um, I think most experiences are great. We just, you know, at times we tend to focus on like... Uh, we tend we tend to focus on negatives more than positives as uh, as as a culture as, as human beings, um, and yeah, to to be positive or negative about anything takes basically the same amount of energy, right? And then you think about what do you what do you what do you gain from being negative? What does anyone gain from being negative? Who wants to be around people who are negative? Er, and then. <laughs> Right. Then there's the you know what we just talked about about the the, the relationship of understanding and feeling comfortable in that. Why do I feel comfortable in that? Ooh, because uh, you know that's that you feel comfort in the negativity because the negativity is there within ourselves as as well. But um, yeah, re- realizing the uh, the the positive is. Is, is powerful. It's very powerful. And I think sometimes it's the only way forward is consistently to look at the, the positive because there, there's, there's studies about how the biologically the body functions and the, the cells grow and um, uh, the positivity that we experience mm. is part of what keeps us healthy in, in a way and that we should we should even plan into our day what we think are going to be positive experiences so that uh, so that we keep the momentum going and uh, and, and moving forward and uh